Hello and welcome to Tea O'Clock with Kella. Bring your tea and leave with more. Hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. <laughs> How is the perfect feeling? way to open this episode? Yeah, are you feeling the Kennedy? Feeling the Kennedy. Feeling the whatever the Barbie version of Kennedy is. Barbie G. This is very exciting. Very excited to talk about this film. I can't believe it's finally out. We've been waiting for this for so long. So long. And it's literally one of the most talked about films at the moment. So it's no surprise that we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, Barbie. Woo. I think we need to leave it there because we'll go into it too much. I'm just so excited to talk about it. So we'll just straight up, what we've been consuming, let's go. Let's go. Hey, Kerry, what have you been consuming this week? So... This is very un-Barbie, but I watched by accident yesterday. It's called The Sixth Commandment. It's mm-hmm. BBC drama with Timothy School and Annabelle Sholey. And I, I can't remember who else was in it. It's the um, one. Yeah. It's, I've heard it's, about yeah, I was going to say like, it was in Weekend Magazine or something. But it's because I was downstairs doing some crafting and my mum just put it on the telly. And do you know what, to start with, I thought it was some kind of romance drama thing because I was like, oh, this is so cute. It was starting off with this guy being like, oh, I'm so in love with you. And the other guy was like, I never thought I'd find love. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. So I was kind of invested. I was like, let me turn my chair around. I was doing the ultimate, like, dad watching a movie thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And eventually committed. And then end of the first episode I thought this is really sus turns out of course it was my mum watching it it was true crime so now I'm terrified but it was actually really good I felt okay watching it in terms of all the ethics that we discussed in our the good nurse episode Mm -hmm. uh I I think they handled it all well like the um filmmakers well tv makers yeah it wasn't yeah showrunners I don't know yeah, it wasn't um, glamorized or anything like that. I was, say, gripping. Well, I didn't enjoy it for the reasons I thought I would. Well, also enjoy is the wrong word. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's four-parter. Um, you can watch it on iPlayer. And it is harrowing. But if you like true crime, then I guess this one's for you. There's very good performances in it. Like, yeah, I think that's how I heard about it. Just people raving about mm. his performance. Yeah, in it. Yeah, it just really makes you think. Like, I was saying to my mum, obviously it's about a psychopath because it's true crime, and I was like, it just blows my mind that you can be born being like that. Like, is the motives for all the stuff that happened in it? Mm-hmm. There, there was, I guess, there was financial motive, but a lot of it was doing stuff just for the sake of being evil oh it might have been born like that I just said the ship is that, fine that's even more scary I know I was actually inherited evil in them yeah I do find questions like that interesting the whole nature versus nurture thing like mm. are you just born evil yeah mm. very interesting yeah. maybe I'll give it a go I'll scare myself too much but yeah. I mean, I coped. So if you're not normally into that yeah. kind of thing, maybe 
Did you watch it all or just the one episode? Oh no, we ended up watching all four episodes. It must have been gripping if it kept you there for four episodes when it's something like that. Well, my mum was making a roast and I was still crafting. Yeah. So we just had it on and it just kept playing. Yeah. Hey, Ella, what have you been consuming this week? Well, I finished the guest list last week. Yeah. I thought maybe we can talk a little bit about that. But then again, I don't want to like give anything away with the guest list. I know we've mentioned it a few times already. Yeah, but it is kind of Barbie-esque in its themes, which is why I loved it. Yes, it is actually. Mm -hmm. But as you probably know, if you've heard us on the previous couple of episodes, I think we definitely mentioned it last week and maybe even before as well. Mm. But it's a kind of, it's a murder mystery. um, So not normally our kind of vibe, but very good, very gripping and also very interesting and intelligent as well. And maybe I don't know, there's a bit more to it. I'm really butchering this. There's a bit more to no, it, it just being a kind of just yeah. mystery. Just a bunch like of it, people. It's got all the social commentary at the same time. Yeah. Do you know one thing which I found really interesting that I thought, I don't know whether it kind of plays into the social commentary as well, but the fact that, was his name Charlie? Or the guy who was the best man, the maid of honour to the bride. Yeah. He never had his own point of view chapters oh I found that really interesting how they didn't she didn't give him his own POV chapters yet he's oh. one of the central ish central people who, and who told the story of what happened to him on the stag do who's it was one of the other guys on the stag was it? oh it him. he never had his own point of view I don't really think. that's interesting and that's why, for a while, I thought it was going to be him at the end. I mean, it could have been. Could have been, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I thought that was quite interesting, how he didn't have... Oh. Because I think, or did we got his story of what happened on the stag night through his wife? No, how how did she... I swear she didn't find... Did he not... Did he not tell her, or was it... Really? It wasn't him. I, I honestly can't remember. So yeah, I guess it must have been her. It was either her or it was someone else's chapter, but his voice through their chapter. But he never had his own moment. Oh. And I thought yeah. that was interesting because he's always he was always being like how he felt like out of place compared to all the other guys. Maybe I'm duping it too much about him not having his own. No, that, that is interesting. But oh. no, I really enjoyed it. It was very good. I want to talk about it more, but I really don't want to give... I know, same. It. That's why I'm kind of refraining myself. That we don't spoil anything. Okay, yeah. yeah. Female empowerment. And on that note... On that note, let's dance that note, away. I mean, the songs, absolute bops. I know. I feel like the I need dance to... Choreography. Oh. oh, my God. I need to write down a list of things I want to talk about. Okay. Honestly, because I don't want to miss anything. No, so because there's just so much. There is. It's also quite interesting hearing what different people have to say. Like, I think you and I are going to have the same opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. When, because there's a couple of guys at work who have seen it, and they're like, oh, it was all right. It was fine. And really? I was like, mm, that's interesting that you have that opinion on this film. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, what I want is your overall reaction to the film. I absolutely loved it. It was so good. It was so good. I was laughing. I was crying. I was happy. I was sad. And it's one of those films that as soon as it ended, Tilly and I were like, can we just watch it again straight away? Like, I just absolutely loved it. I thought it was so good. And it was so funny, but so clever. And it, it seemed to put so many things that I think women feel into words and on the screen in a way that it feels so accessible to so many different types of people as well. And I was just like, oh, I just loved it. But it's also just so entertaining and so funny. Mm. But also there's so much depth to it as well. I just oh, yeah. loved it, loved it, loved it. What did you think? I could see you restraining yourself from talking. <laughs> No, no, I completely agree. I loved it. And my favourite thing was that it was really entertaining and you could watch it and have so much fun. Mm. And I said like we were cracking up. Like I went to see my sister. Oh so good. Yeah. But at the same time, it's so feminist, so about female empowerment and male empowerment, you know. Yeah. Yeah, which we'll get on to. Um, without shoving it down your throat and I was like this is the way to do it yeah. because it was just it wasn't like it was a manifesto it was just straight up being like this is what is. women have to deal with but in a way that was still such a fun film it wasn't a depressing film like showing you all this horrible stuff happening to women mm. it was, which I mean obviously there's like a time and a place for that but I just thought well Greta Goic saw her opportunity and she ran with it. She did. They just, this was the ultimate concept, the best thing to do with Barbie. The best. I'm so, because I was a bit like, what, what are they going to do with Barbie? Yeah. It's one of those films that you don't really know what it's going to be about until you're sat there watching it. Yeah. And But, oh, so good. She, the best, the best thing to do. Yeah, I have yeah. so much time for this film. And yeah. I so want everyone to watch this. Well, I mean, just because I think everyone will love it. It's so fun. But also, it could be like, oh no, women have to put up with that. Yeah. But it's so, so clever without you kind of realising it at the time. Mm, definitely. Because so, you can take from it as much as you want, but it gives everyone something. And I think there's a lot of food for thought in it as well. And just the way it displays a lot of these things is... yeah. It's so good. And like you say, it's not in like a shoving it down your throat way. It's just in the kind of point blank, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very much. I always think comedy is one of the best ways yeah. to talk about serious stuff. And I, what I'm thinking of is, you know that scene where Barbie and Ken first go to the real world, to LA, Mm-hmm. And they're roller skating along. Yeah. And then Barbie's like, hmm, this is so weird. I just feel this overwhelming sense of unease. What is that? And Ken's like, yeah, I feel so great. That see, firstly, comedy gold. I feel like that just sums up. Yeah, but it does sum it up. How how women feel in the world and how men feel in the world. <laughs> yeah. 100 percent I was like, yeah, literally me walking down the street. Yeah. And even that bit when they first go to the school and then she's saying something and then one of the mums walk past, she's like, Yeah, that's anxiety. Yeah. And scared them walking. I'm like, yeah, same, same, same. 
and it, yeah there's so much of a community and like a sense of belonging for them all as well in there but point we'll get back to that later my hands are flapping all over the shop i need to stop we're that. just so excited <laughs> about this film oh. on my list of things to discuss yeah. i'm thinking first of all let's dive i mean the whole time we're going to be talking about how amazingly feminist and empowering it is but let's dive hardcore into the feminist topics of this film because that is what made me love it so much yeah. And I want to talk about America Ferrera's character. Yeah. His ultimate girl boss, Pop-Up, love you. Yeah. She's just incredible. Love having a mum in this as one of the main yeah, characters. Yeah, the element, I think, was a really fun, good thing. And I think that's such an integral part of being a woman, whether whether you yourself want to be a mother. Yeah. Mothers are just such integral figures in everyone's life. Whether yeah, sure. bad relationships with them or whatever. Anyway, sorry, carry on. No, yeah, no, you're so right. I mean, that's one of the points I was going to make is that Barbie is definitely not a mother. She's not yeah. a maternal figure. And when you're doing a film that's happening, what it is to be a woman and what is this yeah. ideal stereotyped woman, then you can't leave out the whole idea of being a mother because that's one of the essential elements that defines us. Exactly, exactly. Or like that has maybe not only defined us, but restricted us to an extent. And so we needed to have that maternal character in this. Yeah. And even thinking about how they've got Midge, the discontinued pregnancy, and how that's not a common Barbie, but like you just said, being a mother is supposedly just synonymous with being a woman. So that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, obviously it talks about how like Barbies and actual women like Barbies seem to be presenting this unattainable Mm -hmm. um, femininity, but how then it uses both the Barbies in the real world world to show this kind of in the middle ground of actual femininity and womanhood and being a female senses of the word. I mean, it was brilliant. They had, uh, when Helen Mirren was narrating, she said, it's, you know, that's an interesting choice to have Margot Robbie playing the yeah. lead character if you're trying to make a point about, like, perfect women doesn't have to be like this. Yeah. You know? I love, I'm so glad. It was such a self-aware movie. It was brilliant. Mm. I love that about it. I love it in Meta. But I think it's great that, yeah, they did have a stereotypical Barbie because they called her out for it and said, like, yeah, this is a stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can't just shy away from, like, Barbie is Barbie yeah and, you and the film does not shy away from that it's very much yeah everything as it is on a plate too yeah you can't just make a film about Barbie and then have someone that doesn't look like how you imagine Barbie would look especially yeah. when you're talking about the pressures of like having to look a certain way so you yeah. do need to have the stereotype at the center of it mm-hmm. and then you know comment on it as long as you're aware of it but I think what was amazing is also I hate that brand of feminism Whereas if you are a feminist, then you can't be like super girly in like yeah. makeup. Um, yeah. or like can't wear lipstick and mm. or like yeah, be exactly a mum. Like the nineties burn your bra feminist, yeah. which I think is what a lot of people, even nowadays, I think a lot of people think that that's what feminists are. But yeah, actually that's not the case. We've moved on a couple of waves since then. 
yeah for sure and like we don't all have to be women in STEM like it's great that we can be but some of us don't want to be yeah. and that's equally valid yeah. and so I think it's great having Margot Robbie I mean it's also amazing to be this super beautiful woman this archetype of beauty yeah. and then to have people who aren't like that like can't just shy away from having Margot Robbie like who is the most beautiful person ever and who enjoys like playing with fashion all that kind of stuff like you do all these different kinds of women and they do that perfectly so I was so happy with how Margot Robbie in this yeah definitely apart from Margot um and then it's great to have her balance out with it not just being her the whole time and obviously she's the main character but then having America Ferreira the mother with her too and then her daughter as well yeah trio of girl power living yeah and that's what we love to see yeah because I think also you need the different generations perspectives yeah and see that yeah and it's really great when you have I think Sasha she's what 13 in it I don't know yeah she must be a teenager like a young teenager yeah yeah Yeah, it's really good to have someone who's growing up and is like growing out of these toys out playing with these Barbies and is now well I think when you grow out of that stage maybe that's a point when you start to become really self-conscious and like oh my god how do I turn into a a young woman yeah yeah like a lot of the time for girls there seems to be such a sudden jump from being a girl to being a woman yeah and the expectations of that and I feel like that is showcased a little bit through her the ultimate rejection of girlhood to in and her want for womanhood but actually realizing that there's like kind of middle ground yeah and I also think it's she represents the idea of actually listening to the younger generation and I know sometimes we've in terms snowflakes and mm. yeah or similar um and you know, maybe sometimes yeah there are moments that are too PC but we are definitely a more tolerant generation like we're growing up yeah. with more liberal attitudes which I think can only be a good thing yeah and so I think in a film about um, moving forward with being more liberal then it's great to have this young girl be one of the central characters yeah and again to reinforce that idea of having a mother because obviously you see a mother in relation to her daughter yeah so it was important to have that trio with Barbie the mum and the daughter definitely yeah mm. yeah that was really nicely put yeah thank you and we still haven't gotten to the main bit that I want to talk about yeah. with feminism which was when America Ferrero who is so awful I don't even remember her character's name why do I never know any character's names thank god Barbie's just called Barbie which are like Barbie and Alan most of the people you have Barbie yeah Alan and the others yeah, it's literally like Bobby Ken Allen. Yeah, it was so funny watching the credits because it's literally like Bobby, 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 yeah. Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> Honestly. I'm going to yeah. find out what her character's called. Okay, thank you. But I was going to point out that I love when they go to Weird Barbie's house and they're talking about how the world's become, Barbie world is now this patriarchal world. And then America Ferrera does this big speech about all the difficulties of being a woman 
and then she manages to stop one of the Barbies being brainwashed and to return back to her natural self. For me, that was a pinnacle of the film, and I love that so much, and I have so many thoughts about that. Yeah, her name is Gloria. Gloria? I I did not remember that. I would not have said that. But the thing is, though, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't say it much. Which I think is maybe also interesting in its own right. But no, that moment where she's, I don't want to call it a, a rant because but it kind of is. Yeah. It is. A rant about just all these expectations and pressures on women and how women are meant to be. And that moment where it snaps Alexandra Ships Barbie. Is that who it is? Yeah, yeah. So that's when the Barbie's out of her thing. That top notch and so relatable yeah everything that was said I was like yep 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 yeah and what's so great about that is up until that point the movie didn't feel that serious it was all very light-hearted and in jest and at that point that's when it felt serious and you know I don't think there was any background music at that point it was just focused on her speech and there weren't any jokes in there which I think at that point, it was perfect. That's what they needed to do. And everything she said, I was going like, honestly, carry on, carry on. There's so much more she could have said. But I think that's the heart of the film. And we needed that right at that turning point. Yeah. And I think so many of the things that were said are things that are hardly ever vocalised by women or things that maybe men don't understand yeah are are things for mm-hmm. women yeah i know so it's was such a great way of giving voice to all that and awareness and saying those things that i think a lot of people who watch this film never have heard before never realized mm-hmm. and it also kind of validates it as well just fab it is it's everything that i would want a man to hear yeah and even I think there are a lot of women as well and it's like not because they need to hear it because they don't believe it but they need to hear it to realize that maybe they don't have to be living up to all these expectations and that they're not kind of yeah women feeling the way yeah that's a really good point I don't know if yeah. I articulated that very well but no. I feel like it's just as useful for women to hear that as men yeah I think because maybe we just don't realize some of the things you take it for granted and yeah, take don't it for granted that that's how women should be and that's how yeah women be. and don't stop to think actually why is it like that yeah I, I do actually because we were saying about it she said so many great things and I was like what does she exactly say I've just found the speech oh amazing and I won't read out the whole speech but some of the things she says is that you have to be thin but not too thin and you can't say you want to be thin, which we've spoken about so many times, yeah. haven't we? Um, and he says, you have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. Classic. And you're supposed to love being a mother, but then not always talk about your kids. Mm-hmm. You have to be a career woman, but look out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behaviour. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men. But not so, this is, actually, I'm going to read out this whole little bit yeah, because do, it's do. hit so hard. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, 
but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood, but always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. I mean, that's so true. And she said, also, not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. And she said, and if all of that is also true for a doll just representing a woman, then I don't even know. Which was a kicker. I love that. She's like, this movie is all about a woman that's supposed to, well, this one doll that's supposed to represent everything, but it's so hard. How can you represent one woman? So I think it's hard. I don't know. Like, in a way, we shouldn't hate on Barbie that much because it's a tough job to have this one doll representing everyone as you do that. I love that when she was like, you have to say pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them into threatening you. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? I think that in itself is, she just highlights all these paradoxes. Yeah. That so, just brings so true for so many women. Like every woman will hear that and just go, yeah, that's my life. Like completely know what she's talking about. I know. It's just so well brings all these things that I think so many people feel to the surface and being like this is this is how it is because also she is so true in saying it's like you have to be thin but not too thin the movie points out that people criticize Barbie for making women feel like they have to be thin yeah so like can Barbie not be thin mm. like what would you do so it's not fair for people to think they have to look like Barbie then so like, can Barbie not like Barbie? Yeah, I know, and it's that point where it kind of got the lines between Barbie and person seemed to get blurred, and then people would just project everything they thought women should be onto mm-hmm. Barbie. But, oh. I know. And so there's so many other amazing things that she points out mm. when they go around and they start unindoctrinating the other Barbies. Yes, yes. I could watch those clips over and over. So good. And also just all, all the Kens and how they act in those moments as well. It's hilarious. And I know we haven't got onto the Kens yet, but we'll Yeah, that's a whole... Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that they do and it's like, you can recognise that in men you know. <laughs> and yeah, I so get that. And I love also that they had so many different kinds of Barbies in this. Yeah. In that they were opting for... If they knew, they were like, right, we're going to have someone who is this stereotypical Barbie right at the centre... They're like, okay, we need to have some other archetypes to play her off against. Yeah. And then that was so fun having all these other people to represent us. And also having Gloria, who isn't a Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Just oh, the representation was off the scale. It's fab. It was. And I love that there were so many moments in this that might be things that you don't realise are part of the female experience, mm-hmm. even as a woman, which you basically saying earlier yeah like I just love I saw so many people online saying oh I didn't know having a guy just sing at you on his guitar was a universal female experience literally I know it's so funny funny. yeah but it so is Uh yeah because it's also as well as it being so much about the universal experience of being a woman like you were saying before it also shows all the differences between all the women as well it's like mm. how can you expect all women to have to tick off all of these same boxes when actually they're all so different and there's so much variety mm-hmm. in women as well as with men yeah and you know what's great about the ending 
is that they don't stop Barbie from being Barbie. They don't just be like, right, we're just going to kill off this idea of having a stereotypical yeah. Barbie. Yeah. But they just, she is still that Barbie, but she's just now existing in the real world. Yeah. And has an awareness yeah. and wants more, which I think is great that they didn't just like be yeah. like, okay, like, so you can't be stereotypical Barbie anymore. Because, like, why? That's who she is. Yeah, because there's so many other great Barbie women that she can't be who she is. Yeah. And the film doesn't do that. Yeah. It allows you to have that choice and to choose for yourself. Shall we take play a little game? Mm -hmm. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Kens and other bits on your list. Yes, we definitely have to talk all about the Kens. It's game time. Barbie game time. Barbie quiz time. And after we've been spending so much time talking about archetypes, Let's find out which archetype we are. Isn't this exciting? Let me just... It's so fun. Okay. Right. This is the BuzzFeed quiz. We will link it um, in the episode details. If you want to let us know what your Barbie archetype is. Firstly, how would your friends and Ken describe you? Loyal, ambitious, brave, passionate, funny, patient. Can I only pick one word for you? No, you can only pick one word. Okay. You are... I think I'd say loyal for you. Loyal. I think you're loyal. I think we're both loyal. (laughs) I'm loyal babes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, now we have to pick a little friend. Oh. So the options are Bibble, cute, Sparkles, the dog... Seraphina, the cat. Twyla, another cat. Penelope, the little dragony thing. And Prince, another dog. I'm going to have to pick Bibble because I can't really remember any of the Barbie films. No, I remember that Bibble, I think, is from the, the mermaid ones. Yeah, I remember Bibble. Yeah. But, yeah, I sorry, I wasn't. It's from Princess and the Pauper. Oh. Uh... I don't even know if I watched them, to be honest. I watched the Bratz movies. Ooh, pick your Barbie dream job. So we've got Barbie Doctor, Barbie Pop Star, Barbie President, Barbie Surfer, Barbie Astronaut, or Barbie Ballerina. What are you going to be? I'm going to go for Barbie Surfer. Why? Just because I think that would be pretty cool. That would. And then my job could be Beach. (laughs) <laughs> or more like wave really waves <laughs> what are you gonna it. go for i don't know whether i want to be a ballerina or a pop star i think you should go for pop star i think you'd make okay. a good pop star yeah okay okay thanks yeah i'll be a pop star mm-hmm. okay how would you describe your barbie dream house messy pink modern maximalistic cozy unique i'm just gonna say modern i'm gonna go for cozy oh i think modern in my mind equals clean yeah yeah definitely cozy is nice that's cute pick some dessert a pink one obviously so we've got ice cream cake macarons donut cupcake or popsicle Popsicle. isn't a popsicle that's just ice cream yeah, it's just like a magnum. Mm. I'm going to pick a donut. I'm going to pick cake. Mm. I haven't had cake in ages. Sad times. 
Oh no. Pick your favourite Barbie quote. Humans only have one ending. Ideas live forever. Oh, I wanted to talk about that quote actually. Yeah. Well, I guess I might as well now. Yeah, Because um, all I was going to say was, I really love that they emphasise Barbie's just an idea. Because again, like, it's impossible for Barbie to just be this one woman and represent one woman. And I think mean, that's really fun that they say, Barbie's an idea so she can keep changing we can still have barbie nowadays and just yeah. have different versions exactly. like, and we can keep changing yeah like a person maybe that you can't change but i love the idea at the end when she's freaking out she's like i don't know who to be like if i can't just be a stereotypical barbie and it's like well nowadays we still have barbie barbie can just be a little bit different how she was to begin with and And she just changes yeah she just changes with the times yeah and it's so cool there are some cracking quotes here yeah this quote my sister abs she was absolutely cracking up she was her favorite part of the film Mm. to be honest when i found out the patriarchy wasn't about horses i lost interest i mean top-notch line from ken Mm -hmm. so funny brilliant they have do you guys ever think about dying the real world is not perfect, but you inspire me. That's really sweet. Because Barbie can be anything, women can be anything. Which is basically what we were saying before we started playing this game. Yeah. And I work hard, so I deserve it. Also, just briefly about that quote and about just the whole the vibe, like when the Kens start taking over. It's so real and funny how at the beginning when you see them like collecting awards, they're like, oh yeah I deserve this and whatever and then when the Ken start taking over and she's like oh yeah I'm thanking Ken for this and it's so yeah been kind of playing down their achievements and you see that yeah in today's world and it's like I know you did this thing be proud of all this work and everything you put into it I know that was such a subtle little thing but yeah oh my I'm really glad you pointed that out because that reminds me as well that's pretty much what you're saying, but I just we're, we're going to go on to talk about Ken's yeah. patriarchal world and that. But it's super cool that when they're doing the acceptance speeches or talk going through showing women being in the different jobs, mm. and one of them she says, I want this because I can be emotional and use my logic. Yeah. And I love that they're just taking all these stereotypes. And then making light of them and being like, haha, look at me. I'm a woman, I'm emotional, and I can still do this. Yeah. I just love saying little things like that. Like, brilliant. You go, girl. And then they probably forgot about it when they got indoctrinated into the patriarchal world, which is really good. Yes. Yeah, which we'll go on to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick that first one because you know I love that. Yeah. I'm going to go for because Barbie can be anything, women can be anything. Yes. So true. Right, finally, pick a random but equally iconic Barbie. We've got Holiday Barbie. Wow, she's dressed up. Mermaid Barbie. Barbie with Down Syndrome. Skipper Barbie. Barbie Superpower. And Driver Barbie. I just want to be Mermaid Barbie, sorry. I know it's a bit cliche, but I don't care. It's quite funny with John Cena as Mermaid Barbie or Mermaid (gasps) Ken, whatever he was. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for Barbie's superpower because I just don't know what she is. Mm. I mean, Skipper Barbie. Like, what is Skipper Barbie? I don't 
No. Okay. Anyway, okay. What is your Barbie archetype, Kerry? I'm the magical Barbie. Oh, what are you? I'm the caregiver. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> so, what's it say about magical Barbie? You are special, unique, curious, and dreamy. You love exploring new places, making new friends, and learning about other worlds while being proud of your own. You're smart, fun to be around, and adventurous. Aww. Oh, read more. Ooh. Oh, oh, what else? Also sweet and funny. Oh, that's very true. I feel like that's very true for you. Thanks. I love that. Mine looks like one of the Barbies from fairy Barbie films. Oh, I'll be a fairy Barbie. You can be a fairy. Well, you're a magical Barbie. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Um. What? So what does yours actually say? Mine says, you're loyal, patient, kind and giving. You're a good listener and a real friend who's always there for your family and everyone who needs you. You love your pets and would literally die for them. Oh! And it's a picture of a Barbie sat on a bed with three little girls. Oh, adorable! I really love that. Yeah, I feel like we've got we've got good little Barbie archetypes. Yeah, that's so fun. I've never wanted to be a Barbie before, but now I do. (laughs) Only because I was Bratz girl. Were you a Barbie or Bratz girl? I was a Barbie girl. Um, I used to, I had, I had the pooping dog. Really? Yeah, we had the pooping dog. We had one of the castles. We had some of our Barbies would sing. It was oh. Tilly and I loved them. Oh, I think I had a Barbie that she had wings on or something, and I think they changed color. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway. Game time is over. Back to Barbie World. Not that we ever left it. Yeah, back to and Barbie. to talk about Ken's. The Ken. I'm just Ken. <laughs> I kid. All right, that song is such an earworm, and I don't know if it should be, but it is. I it cannot just... stop listening to it and singing it. There's, yeah. some, there's something about it that's just. Can Top-notch. you feel it in my brain? Mm. And I mean, Ryan Gosling, the perfect stereotypical Ken. The, like, absolutely iconic. He is just so, so brilliant, so hilarious. Like, casting him and Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ken was absolutely ingenious and the top notch. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yes. Sublime, absolutely. Sublime. <laughs> it goes without saying. I feel bad. I don't know that I really emphasize that I thought Margot Robbie was phenomenal in this. She was. Uh, I think that's just a given because we love movies so much. But now that we're talking about the Kens, Ryan Gosling. Yes, I love. Um, you know that clip I sent you, Ella, where Margot was talking about why she thought Ryan was the perfect person to play Ken, mm. and she was saying about how. You know, you've got to be pretty secure in your masculinity to be able to play Ken because you take yeah. second bidding to Barbie and then you're pretty much ridiculed the entire film. Yeah. And then have to, you know, do a song and dance. Yeah. So I was so impressed with, but not that I think that we should necessarily be applauding him for being able to 
act. <laughs> yeah, or to, you know, I think it's kind of bare minimum for a guy to be able to play a role like this. You know what I mean? To be secure in the masculinity, like you can't yeah, hope that on most men. So I don't necessarily think we should be like, oh, well done, you're so brave for doing this film. Mm. I mean, it does make me like definitely respect him more for doing it. Yeah. But I just thought he was just such a brilliant comedian in this. And apart from mm-hmm. maybe Crazy Stupid Love, you think of him in more serious roles, I guess? Yeah, because he has done more serious than funny. Yeah, but I was genuinely thinking, give this man an Oscar, because I know most, yeah, I guess the majority of the time you would give an Oscar to someone who did a more like dramatic performance. Mm. But I think it's so hard to be funny. And his timing was impeccable. Really yeah. I he is proper cracking me up. I don't really laugh out loud at films that much, but I so did in this. He was brilliant, absolutely yeah. exceptional. Just for, even the song alone. Literally, the whole song and then that whole choreographed dance with all the Kens was just so oh my god. I know. The film was just flawless in so many ways. It was. That whole dance at when Barbie throws the party at hers quite early on in the film yeah it's just top notch and then when you've got this kind of dream sequence with all the Kens when they're fighting yes and then you've got all the Barbies voting whilst all the Kens are just dancing and singing yeah mm. what one of the things that is perfect about the representation of the Kens in this is how they are I know it's ridiculed but more so that they're shown to be ditzy and yeah. arm handy and that's I suppose that is the inverse yeah. of the real world because yeah when Ken goes to the real world and he learns about patriarchy he realizes like hey I've been mistreated so bad and that entire concept again brilliant I loved that but isn't it weird that it's only funny that the Kens is so like silly, I suppose, mm. because like it's so that just so wouldn't happen. It wouldn't be funny if the women were all like that. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I think this film is so much more impactful in every way that it's a Barbie film and not say like an action man film because it just wouldn't pack the same punch in the no. way that it's kind of subverting and ridiculing things that we normalised when it comes to mm-hmm. gender roles and things. And I think that's just another reason why this film is just so clever. Um, Demonising anyone? Yeah, no. Like, like it's, yeah, it's not cruel in yeah. its satire. No. It's more posing and highlighting injustices for both, well, yeah, for all genders. Yeah, on both sides, yeah. Because... Barbie makes it very clear in the end she says to Ken I don't want you to be known as just Barbie and Ken I want yeah, you to stand on your feet go and explore yourself it's very clear that she doesn't want the world to return to one where say in their world it's patriarchy. yeah she doesn't want that she wants she realizes that actually yeah where where do the Ken li- the Kens live what do they do and she wants to ensure that there's also equality yeah I think totally nails exactly what feminism's ultimate aim is for sure yeah not exactly that matriarchy it's to have that equality between 
men and women and to have them on the same level and working for the same things I think that is what is so cleverly done in this like you say at the end when Ken's kind of like breaking down after she's realized herself she's able to help the other three it becomes more of a harmonious men and women not men yeah women. yeah because yeah. it really hurts me when there's things like not all men oh I hate stuff like that mm. so irritating um all this misandry no I'm so not mm. here for that because yeah. I mean obviously there are going to be the few people who are their brand of feminism is and it, just a hardcore matriarchy and down with men but that is not what the majority of feminists think and it's so irritating when feminism is misbranded as that it is irritating that it's in so there's this widespread idea that women don't want to be equal with men they want to surpass them or supplant them and Barbie makes sure they completely disregards that but yeah. also realizing because I mean we know that men are definitely victims of patriarchy we're not saying that like oh everything's great for men yeah. like since when did we say that? that as well yeah and because Barbie says like she understands that like how hard it is for Ken to be Ken and that there's a lot of pressures and Greta Gerwig who ensures that she has satire of toxic masculinity yeah. and expectation of men to also look a certain way and to have abs and also to want to be in these high-ranking professions to be stereotypical like to be a doctor yeah or and also to love like just getting beers and having women wait on them hand and foot like it's as much it stereotypes men to the same extent that it's as women and shows that that is not okay yeah definitely and I think it's another thing that just just makes it ingenious yeah it shows the flaws in both sides and about everything Mm -hmm. nothing is perfect for either and yeah I think it's a really good showcase of toxic masculinity but also Mm -hmm. how that can be potentially overcome in the same way that yeah there's the feminine side of that as well so Mm -hmm. and it's so meta in that if people respond to this film which I, I know a couple of people have in and take it the wrong way and be like oh it's like Barbie's at the center of it all and they could have gone well like I definitely know there's been a review where they said they could have gone further with explaining how the patriarchy impacts detrimentally towards men Mm. Uh, I think, well, is that not the point of the film? That women are victims of the patriarchy and men are too. But yeah. it's the same concept of not all men in that, well, yeah, you're also victims, but like, come on, we've had centuries of repression. So like, why do we have to go as far in exposing yeah. that side? It's like the whole thing of, say, with witch trials, how now there's, there's been a thing of like, oh, actually, there were male which is two that got persecuted and I was like yeah but it was like 97% women and 3% men so definitely exactly. acknowledge that but you know still like we're entitled to have a focus on women and I think the same applies to this why can't we focus on women and definitely acknowledge their impacts on men mm. but well yeah do, do you get what well, I'm trying to I get at it's about fairness and equality thing in the way that 
it's kind of highlighting giving every like you can't achieve equality or fairness by giving every single person the same thing because everyone's yeah. got kind of different levels of needs or whatever so it's that way of like well you won't achieve that by just having one one answer mm-hmm. to everything like there are different answers and different levels of that and I think that's what this film shows like yeah we're acknowledging that it's there for men as well but it's maybe there to a higher extent for the women and if you just think just in general about film and media and representation and just the amount of male driven stories that are out there in the world compared to female driven stories it's that as well so there's no one-stop shop solution answer no all this and I think that film this film shows that yeah because yeah, hope that makes you sense. could always say they could have gone further with it but then did be a creative film that was super entertaining and it's hard to strike the balance between entertaining people and educating them exactly and, and you know they is... only had they had such a limited time and if they only have two hours how much yeah. could they do I think they really did the best job they could Definitely. and I I love this film and yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect but I think it's perfect as it could be exactly and I hope it paves the way for more films to address and deal with these sorts of things yeah for sure yeah, by all means like have kind of conversations to be had mm. between people that maybe haven't ever been had before no yeah I was gonna say by all means like have a Ken spin-off have an Alan spin-off have a Mitch spin-off you know yeah. talk more about it in other like in a limited series or something exactly but I think people have to realize there's only so much you can do in a two-hour plot and I think Greta Gerwig does such a good job in this yeah it's so incredible I mean we haven't even gotten on to you know talking about like the outfits the music like my whole my whole list of things I've got here (laughs) songs outfits design meta nature cameos capitalism yeah, so much. capitalism kind of storyline woven into all of this which I think obviously you have to have when you're making a film about a toy yeah that's so woven into it mm-hmm. all the people at the Mattel building are yeah. and how they act yeah and I mean because capitalism is inherently a patriarchal tool anyway yeah. like they're definitely interwoven you know this art so, I mean, but you know when Margot Robbie was saying how she didn't even think that they'd let this movie be made? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, how did Mattel allow this? Because yeah. they had taken to town. Like, to be fair, they, the representatives from Mattel take it well. And, yeah. like, I think, it, you, I mean, if you're a business, obviously you want to make money, and that's fine. You can admit that, because when they're saying at the end about how, why don't we have some ordinary barbies yeah i didn't have a a working mom as a barbie and they're like nah i don't think that would sound and then someone's like oh actually crunch numbers it would sound like okay great we'll make that and i think that's funny and that's fair enough to say like you know you gotta make money in this world sorry i said it no no but you do and the film doesn't shy away from that truth at the end of the day it's a business and the end of the day, filmmaking is a business. Oh, yeah. You can't and shy away from it. Everything is. So I think it's so self-aware. Yes. Yeah. I really love that. There's so much more we could say. I know. But we just don't have time. 
we don't have be known though that I love the soundtrack to this absolutely love it and I love the fashion with my whole heart yeah so so good I mean because I guess the fashion is such a big part of Barbie mm-hmm. and such a big allure and who we maybe share three of favorite little bits from the film each to round it up okay starting with the very end did not see that coming hilarious yeah that was a brilliant ending I was like oh she's going for a job interview same like, that's what I thought top notch and I just thought that also just kind of sums up being a woman and yeah, yeah. that was a great ending because I was like oh how are you can end this like when they were joking saying oh like Barbie's ending is just that she's in love with Ken and they were like actually no and I thought yeah. you don't really have enough time to establish her as being this career woman and completely changing herself so how do you ensure that she's progressed without having to change and no longer be Barbie so I think that was a really good compromise to end with her being in the real world and then there being a light moment yeah definitely what's another what's one of your faves oh my god I loved obviously I keep talking about brats sorry that I didn't know this this was just one of the things I saw that's been going around online that Sasha is obviously like Brat Sasha. That was my favorite Brat doll. Yeah. And then her friends were also called Chloe, Yasmin, and Jade. How did I not pick up on that? How did I not? Another great little bit of like. Yeah. Better. When they're oh. criticizing Barbie, that was ingenious. Yeah. I love that. How did I not? Oh, yeah. So good. I need to see. I need to see it again to pick up on more of these Easter eggs. I have to Google it. What else did I, I miss out on? That's what I, I was chatting to Kira about it. She was like, I feel like I need to just watch it again and just analyse everything. Yeah. And everything. Because like you say, all the 10 million cameos mm. in this film as well. Yeah. Did you catch oh What's-His-Face in Love Island? Yeah, Chris Taylor. Yeah. And what, another of my favourite moments that I was going to mention, Rob Brydon popping it up. Yes. Oh, everybody. Yeah. Rob Brydon was Sugar Daddy Barbie. Like, what? How did... No, do you know what? Actually, I did Google this. I was like, how did they end up in it? Well, I remember before Margot Robbie, she made a tweet or something, and that was on the violence. So I know she watches it. Mm. It's probably why Chris Taylor got it. But did you know she's a big fan of Gavin and Stacey? I did not know that. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Also, Kira has seen it a second time now. Has she? Yeah, so um, jealous. That's oh, I'm jealous as well. Yeah. I love the bit at the bus stop where she turns oh, to the old lady. Oh, yeah. And I love how that brought an, another generation to it as well. Because obviously, Barbie, you never saw old people. I know. And I love that it's just the idea of just beauty oh, in everyone. Yeah. So, love that. I really love that. Yeah, me too. Um, so Rob Brydon and Perrin was my second fave, but for my final fave moment, well, I was going to say, we haven't spoken yet about the iconic bit in the trailer when no. Ken's like, can I see if tonight? And he's like, why? And he's like, I don't know. Brilliant. I love that. And the fact well, that it's girls night every night and the Ken's... Yeah, he's like, girls night every night. And then he's like, boys night every night. And the whole... That cracks me up when he's like... um. Do you want to be my long-term, long-distance, low-commitment, oh, yeah. casual girlfriend or whatever it is? I know. Because that just is relationships today, isn't it? 
just yeah it is yeah sums it up so, so well mm-hmm. yeah and his mojo dojo casa house yeah just the whole thing is just so stupid <laughs> i know it's actually brilliant do you know what was so funny is uh, when he goes around in the real world trying to like oh my god patriarchy what and he just walks into the hospital and was like hi i'd like to be a doctor yeah i know and he's like i'm a man isn't that enough the best top notch mm-hmm. oh, there were so many good moments do you have a final thing you'd like to mention oh my god there are too many to choose from you know it was quite sweet when it turns mm-hmm. out that it was actually the mum playing with the barbie oh that was really sweet yeah and not the girl and that's really sweet and they, that kind of just attachment to your inner child which i thought was really sweet yeah also, the dad on his duolingo was just so funny and I loved how he I was love- like a bit part i thought yeah hilarious. oh my god i forgot yeah i love that that's what it was like tango oh holy grapple oh that's so funny yes yeah yeah that was mm-hmm. so good oh. yeah i'm really yeah, glad you brought that that's all the time we have for mm. barbie chat oh my it's god so Okay, we'll have one final Barbie chat moment for you with our blonde moment. Yes, please go ahead. Blonde moment. Do do. I have chosen Sarah Greenwood. Well, we have chosen Sarah Greenwood this week, who is a production designer. So she did the set design for Barbie along with Katie Spencer, I think. And she's really cool. She's also done Anna Karenina Atonement. Um, the Sherlock Holmes stuff as well. Uh, she's been nominated six times for an Oscar. Wow. Yeah. I, I was reading up about her inspiration for the set. And weirdly, um, it took inspiration from Psycho. Oh. Like, okay. And she spoke about how she really wanted there to be loads of 2D shapes in it and for everything to be really surreal. And say, like, with the jacuzzi, they had the bubbles, they had pink balls suspended in the air, like, coming down from the ceiling to make it look ultra, like, not real. Yeah. It was really interesting reading about it. And that is such a big job to build Barbie's dream house and to build an entire toy world. Yeah, because I remember reading that all the stuff in Barbie land... Like, there was no green screens or anything involved with any of that. It was all mm. physically there. And I was like, yeah, how insane must have that been to build and how much fun and to be there on that set must have been amazing. Yeah, 100%. And that's such a fun job to be a set designer for such a fun film like this where you have so much cool stuff to yeah. get inspiration from and turn it into real life. Yeah. So pop like, off Sarah Greenwood. Let's hope she Brilliant gets job. nominated again this year. And yes. Surely yeah. no other film has better set design than this. No, come on. Oh my God, we didn't even talk about Oppenheimer. To be fair, did you watch it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. Then. So, yeah. Lovely. What did you think of it? I thought the performances were phenomenal. Didn't get me wrong. I was like, yeah, Academy Awards all around, including Murphy, exceptional. But I think it's a strange subject matter for a film. Mm. And as in, I very much like films with a plot and a story arc and it didn't have one. Okay. It wasn't like building up to a dramatic moment, Mm. which I struggle with, especially when it's three hours long. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the filmmaking, like the actual cinematography is stunning. But fortunately, I was not riveted. 
but I suppose it depends what you look for mm. in a film if you're okay with more like just character driven things mm. but also because I don't, I don't think they address more issues enough uh, okay I think yeah. it put him on a pedestal and obviously like he's super smart as an incredible mind but yeah obviously there's loads of more dilemmas around it and personally I think they could have explored that more but I understand why so many people really like it and I think objectively it was good but I just um, yeah I just preferred films with different structures yeah that's fair and does Um, any film that's not Titanic ever need to be three hours sorry no it doesn't okay bye probably not no no. but I'll update you with my thoughts as soon as I yeah see. also it was actually funny because I fell asleep not because of the film but I think I was just sleepy anyway like it's just warm in the cinema and I yeah. fell asleep like when they went to drop the bomb on Hiroshima and the other place at the beginning of and I can't remember um mm. and then I woke up like when they were celebrating him afterwards and I was suddenly like what yeah anyway yeah Casting that, oh, oh my god, I was mainly just geeking out over the cast. You can imagine me, like, I was going through my mental IMDb, but like, oh my god, I saw you in that. Blah, blah. I was like, yeah. ah, what are you doing here? Anyway, yeah, later. For real. Yeah, so next week, Ella, what are we back with? We're gonna go back to some books and we're going to chat a little bit about Colleen Hoover. Ah, so oh I think it'll be quite interesting because I've only read one. No. Maybe I'll attempt to read another one in preparation just maybe it'll get me out of my reading rut as well we'll see yeah that's a good idea uh, maybe i'll do the same well i maybe i'll just reread ends of us yeah so yeah. we'll be chatting about colleen hoover books and just yeah i'm interested to see what we chat about and yeah mm-hmm. it'll be interesting anyway i'm off to watch the love island final so oh my gosh, yes yeah, sorry i didn't even realize you missed part of it no because we'll just skip through the ads okay okay so um, thanks for that. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie listeners. Bye, See Barbie. Bye, Barbie listeners. Thanks for listening to Tea O'Clock with Keller. Join us next time for more.